Hello, and welcome to the Real Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer McKee. I'm so excited to have you join me each week as we explore a variety of topics around life in the greater Palm Springs area. From real estate market updates to lifestyle topics, interesting people, food and entertainment, we keep it authentic and fun. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and follow Jennifer McKee Realtor on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up to date on everything happening in the Coachella Valley. Also, be sure to go to Apple Podcasts and like and leave a review for this show. I really appreciate it. And now, without further ado, let's go to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for joining us. I have my quarantine co-host here with me still. (laughs) Thank you for joining me again, Ryan. Round number five. Here we go. Yeah, I was just asking you about how many weeks we've been quarantined and I, I think we're in week five and or starting week six. Or I don't know. Some, some, I don't know. It's like all that. somewhere around there. It seems doesn't like doesn't matter. It all feels like week <laughs> one still. It really does. It really does. But things are, you know, changing. And I know that even with real estate, things have shifted a lot in the last week for me personally and a lot of my um, colleagues as well. I, out of the woodwork, people clients that have just been sitting dormant for a while and even new ones that have just um, reached out from my marketing efforts and whatnot have been reaching out more in the last week than they have in the last five weeks combined. And so I think it's probably because... Yeah, your phone was just blowing up like crazy. uh, Oh, I know. That's a good problem. (laughs) Um, I think it's probably a few different factors, maybe because people are getting antsy and a little more comfortable, especially since the curve has flattened. And I think people are are seeing a light at the end of the tunnel, and they're not as scared as they were maybe in the beginning when all the, the numbers were kind of scary with the stock market and all of that. But as things are starting to shift and move, I think people are starting to feel like they, they are wanting to purchase and take advantage of low rates and... Um, Good deals. It's, it's funny how like I find my own feelings mirroring like there's a collective energy that you can kind of feel. I, I had put something out on Facebook at one point where like I was feeling a little bit agitated and then you find everybody else is kind of having the same sort of feeling within a, a couple days of each other. And then all of a sudden you start feeling a lot more optimistic and excited and everybody else is kind of feeling that way <laughs> or people are like, I'm just going to stay off of social media and I'm going to stay home and bake cookies and everybody everybody's kind of. I don't know. It's like a collective sort of mood that you find people working through the stages of grief, I guess. I don't know. But it's like interesting that whatever you're experiencing, you're not completely isolated and, and unique. Everybody else is probably in the same kind of energy space with this whole thing because it's just such a unusual collective global, uh, you know, kind of uh, impact or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, everybody's going through the same thing. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I know each day is different. I've, I'm an optimistic person, so I've, I've been pretty optimistic this whole time. There are moments or days here and there where you wake up and you don't, I don't feel the energy and you have to kind of manufacture it <laughs> or you're, you know, the zest for life or whatever that I normally have isn't as strong. For the most part, my days are, are pretty positive, but every once in a while you feel kind of like a bummer day and, and 
That's you, usually most days for you, though, between like 6 a.m. and 1.30. <laughs> that is not true. I, Ryan jokes so your third that, cup of coffee, and then finally it kicks in, and you're... Well, I'm not a morning person. We've, we've established that. Or an and afternoon or evening person. I am. I am. <laughs> We're doing this, um, recording this in the afternoon because... You're a one to four person. <laughs> hey, I was up till 3 a.m. last night. I couldn't sleep, and I think that's part of... That's not normal for me, Um but my mind was racing, and I just couldn't couldn't sleep. And I, like you said, there's a collective thing happening. I know a lot of people are going through that, and I think it's because our schedules are off, and the world is in such a crazy place right now, and our lives are turned upside down. And partly how our our bodies and minds maybe handle anxious thoughts or depressing thoughts or whatever. But um, I know that I'm hoping I get a good night's rest tonight. But we all have our good days and our bad days, and we just kind of carry on. And being a glass half full kind of person, I'm I'm every day thankful for my blessings and that we're we're in a we're healthy and we're not on the front lines fighting this um, pandemic, and we're safe and our and healthy in our home. And, and I don't know how other people grateful. are dealing with it, but like I don't think when we've said this several times, and I think the other podcasts, but you know. I, We've been so busy, and especially in the last week, you got really, really busy all of a sudden. And then we don't like sit around and watch Netflix or shows that much. Occasionally, with the with the girls, they'll watch a movie or something. We might sit down and watch, but the boys do a lot. But not at, do, but you and I. We don't we really have the ever. luxury of just cleaning and cooking. Chilling. And, yeah, yeah. It's just nonstop. with a family as big as ours and running businesses from our home office. There's always work to be done, and um, when we do relax, it's rarely in front of the TV. It's usually in the hot tub or going on a walk or... But it gets hard at night to, like, shut your brain off because it's, you know, you want to lay down at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, maybe turn on a movie or watch something just to let your brain kind of relax, but then... The kids aren't going to sleep, and then this thing needs to be done, and so then it's now ten thirty or eleven, and yeah, or check social media real fast, and then it pulls you in. Yeah, I never do that. That never happens to me. Whatever. (laughs) I'm disciplined and focused, and I never get distracted by an hour of Instagram scrolling. (laughs) That is that is my entertainment. A couple podcasts ago, you had mentioned about um, TKB, the sandwich place, and your love for their food and apparently their um kind of innovative way that they've been service serving customers yeah i really and then feel you like made they a got trip. On, you I went over did. there and, and i really that. feel like in order to report back you know with with great data i think it's going to take a few more trips <laughs> to be able to really tell you what i think but so far... Why don't we just go off the first trip and uh, do your best? <laughs> After trip number one, I feel like they were they really got ahead of the curve on... I I feel like some people in their businesses or restaurants or whatever were are very reactionary to what's happening. And then some people are on the front side of the you know problem solving before it gets bad and they can see what's coming down the pike. And... Um, Whoever's making the decisions over there, I really feel like they had it together really fast and a solid plan together really fast before, I mean, the best I've heard anyway. And we drove up there 
let's see, you can order over the phone or online, but we, um, I ordered in person and we drove up there and um, they have outside tents set up so that you walk up to the register, but definite, um, like I'd, I would say six to 10 feet apart, the, the line markings, um, cl- closer, probably eight to 10. And you never touch anybody. You never touch you never, anyone. You don't even get close to the register. They step away when you come up with your credit card. And all yes. That. I was at least six feet away from the register and um, the guy that was taking my order. And then when I stepped up to swipe my card, he stepped away and then said, you can step forward now. I mean, we weren't even breathing the same air. <laughs> and um, so then he said, okay, your number is 85 and wait in your um feel free to wait in your car and we'll and he had a mask on did you have a mask on i thought yes you did at that point. Yeah. everyone did Everybody and did. there was multiple tents set up and so that area where we were ordering our food um lots of space nowhere i mean i'm closer to yeah i mean nowhere have i been that far apart from from people it was pretty it was a smart operation so then they had a table way off on the side of the tents where you as I'm sitting in my car, I saw someone bring a sack and I stepped out of the car and she looked at me like we're a long way, like half a parking lot across. And she said, um, are you number 85? And I said, yes. And she walked away. And then punted it to you like a football. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been fun. Um, and then I went and picked it up. And by the time I got to the table, she was back in the restaurant. So, I mean, I felt really safe. And should we confess that out of all the times you've been there they actually did mess up the order mess up the order a little bit Um, yeah my order has never been messed up but it was messed up um and i didn't realize it till we got home and um, which only disappointed the kids because they were really craving it but it still was a great sandwich sandwich. and it was a great sandwich and i didn't call and complain or anything because they've never messed up because they've never messed up before and that's going to happen in every restaurant at some point and so there's a lot of grace <laughs> but it was still a phenomenal sandwich and i would definitely go back but yeah i mean it was yeah it was pretty impressive to see how they were putting it together and i mean and they were i would say packed i mean considering yeah there what, were people there were a lot of people yeah considering what's going on and everybody i would almost say get the impression that you know it was like some sort of hundreds of people lining no. up kind of a thing i mean it was but it was packed for was what you're dealing with constant movement, movement of people going through mm-hmm. yeah it was um i was pretty impressed because there's a lot of these restaurants that you know aren't able to service people like that they're they haven't figured it out figure it or out. Ha- they don't have a good system but yeah. tkb i was very impressed and i would definitely go there again and feel very safe and um like they're taking all the precautions necessary so yes i think i need to try it again <laughs> Sure. Um, so, any market updates? Any news on um, anything going on right now that you have been keeping your ear yes. to the ground on? Yes, I am constantly monitoring all sorts of data and information, especially from the California Association of Realtors. And let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some stats. Okay, I found this interesting. Chase, JP Morgan Chase this week is increasing its minimum lending standards to require nearly all borrowers to have at least 20% down in order to buy a home. And the minimum FICO credit score is 700. Wow. 
that's going to cut out a lot of buyers. I mean, and a lot of lenders are, are going that route. Which I don't remember. I mean, it's been 12 years now. I don't remember. I don't know. How many years has it been? Yeah. 2008. 14 years? What year is this? <laughs> What's my name? 12 years. Where are we? <laughs> um, yeah, and all of a sudden my brain went blank when I started trying to do the math in my head. Anyway, it's I don't remember necessarily like what the changes happened back then. So it's hard to say like, is this going to be like this for six months, a year? Because obviously everything's still up in the air. We don't know. But it may be that for somebody who's like a first time home buyer, they may have to wait and create more, get more money saved up in a down payment if they have a job. And you know, I mean, there's so much uncertainty. But right. from the bank standpoint, they're like, you know, we've got to have some security here. Um, right. And they are overrun with refis right now. <laughs> so maybe this is part of the slowing the flow a little bit, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how many begin to follow suit, how many banks and lenders follow suit with that and how it's going to affect. So I'm going to be monitoring that closely. So, um, also, mortgage rates dropped to another record low um, for the third straight week. Let's see. And it, and they say that if a new low comes, it may not be because the U.S. housing market is struggling. The 30-year fixed rate mortgage averaged 3.31% um, this past week. And um, a year ago, that number was at 4.17%. So it's still lower. I mean, it hasn't jumped up super high because of this pandemic and that's a positive that's something positive right so those who qualify can at least still get a good rate and a good a low payment right i mean yeah. mortgage rates are still low and i'm telling people if you're going to refi refi now if you're going to get try to get a home loan get pre-approved now now is the time we just refied our house because it made sense and the rate we got a great rate so why not <laughs> so I, I encourage it's a conversation to at least have with a lender and if you need a lender's phone number I have someone in fact I had a Hugh um, on the podcast a couple episodes ago and it's worth the conversation and he he's the kind of guy that'll say yeah this is a good idea for you based on where you're at or no it's really not going to be worth it for you but it's definitely worth the conversation it's going to save us money. It could save you money too. So, and and money overall in the life of the loan. One of the other market update pieces as well is uh, you had an interview with Steve Sanchez, who is on the city council for La Quinta. And we have that interview today. Um, one of the things that's the last couple of interviews that I was doing on your behalf, we had done through Zoom. Been putting you to work. And they, the audio was fine. We didn't have any issues with it. For some reason, when you did this call today with Steve, the audio was really kind of goofy. So yours, but we're all I'm not great. saying that it's just me, <laughs> but I mean. Yours were all great. And the one time that I do a Zoom interview, it's I'll okay. just let the people decide themselves. <laughs> but I mean, clearly there may be a correlation. Well, here's the deal. Since you're so great at it. You think when this quarantine is over that you're getting free. You've just proved yourself invaluable. 
I just want to <laughs> apologize to Steve, though, because it was a great interview. He had a lot of really great things to say. And it was a great interview. At times, interview. it is hard because there was some weird Wi-Fi thing or something going on with Zoom. Because you're in a quarantine. You can't really meet face-to-face. We're using the technology available. And sometimes it's a hit. Sometimes it's a miss. And when you happen to use it, it was, you know... <laughs> But here, there's enough really good stuff that you that you're gonna. Hopefully, everyone can hear it okay, and yeah, it was so good. And it was very kind of him, and we're excited. Uh, Once all this kind of gets past the quarantine, then maybe you can have him back and do a more of a face to face podcast that's uh, got really good audio, and it'll be it'll be great. But right, no, I appreciate Steve taking the time to um, let us let me interview him and answer all my questions and just give us kind of um state of the union of la quinta so it was great i think you guys are gonna really enjoy what he had to say here we go okay thank you so much for joining me today i okay before we get into the the tough questions i wanted to mention that i hear that you're an avid pickleball player Oh yeah. And word on the street. And um, my question is, how are you coping with this stay at home order? (laughs) It sucks. I I do miss pickleball. Yeah. I uh, picked it up last year over the summer. Oh really? Yeah. And I just, so it's fun. It's great just to chat with the other players and socialize. Right. For sure. I've actually, that's on my bucket list. Two things on my bucket list is to, um, get into pickleball and then the other is golf because both of those are so huge here in the valley and um i really want it so maybe um and and i have a huge competitive streak like major (laughs) and um i think i could be vicious on the the pickleball court so so maybe we'll have to like have a um a a game at some point once i get into shape (laughs) let's do it have you played tennis I no, I I don't play. I mean, I can a little bit. I'm not very good at it. But in high school, which was many moons ago, I played pickleball, and so it's been that many years. And I was super athletic in um, high school, and since I played a lot of softball and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I have decent hand-eye coordination. <laughs> so I think I, I think I could pick it up pretty well. Yeah, totally. It's and it's a lot of fun. You can be competitive. I know. Um, me and my buddies were. Like, we die for the ball. Like, oh yeah. Get all in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll right. have to, I'll, I'll brush up my skills and we'll have a game. <laughs> Deal. Um, yeah. Okay. So as far as your involvement in, um, now we're getting to the tough stuff. As oh, far yeah. as your involvement in city council and local government in La Quinta, what are you, I mean, what are you got challenges are you facing right now? And what kind of word do you want to put out to the people in the area? There's certain uh, hierarchies when it comes to certain laws, right? And in situations like this, um, the county actually has uh, quite a bit of a say over cities on things like this. Okay. And the state does. Um, often we try to fight for local control, right? As it is. But when there's an emergency, some other laws take, take over and kind of um, put us, you know, at the mercy of the county and the state and the feds, depending on what it is, you know. Okay. There's not a lot. Um, we're limited on what we can do because of the county's uh, emergency declaration. You know? Right. Yeah. So do you see, because maybe a lot of people, maybe the average 
citizen might not know that. And so do you feel like this, you guys are getting a lot of pushback or um, when it really is out of your control and out of your hands? Yeah, so, um, and that's true, and I get it, and because um, we are the closest thing, right? I mean, that's the beauty about local government is you're, you're right there with the people. Type of thing. Uh, a lot of it is, you know, the right this from the county, um, and then there's, they're going out with state things also. And, and, and it's also because we declare an emergency also. So um, the reason, one of the reasons why the city would declare an emergency once like the county and state do it is because if we don't, then we're still affected by the outcome of the county and state declaring the emergency, but then we don't have the benefit of receiving reimbursements from the state and the feds if we don't declare an emergency. So okay. uh, the cities are taking a hit just like the businesses, right? Right. Um, and we have emergency funds for those things and we can't seek reimbursement from state feds unless we declare an emergency. But if we declare an emergency, then we have to fall under, uh, <laughs> we have to give up some jurisdiction. It's rights. a catch 22 for yeah, sure. Yeah, it is, right. So that's the thing. So um, if we if we undo our declaration, okay, you know, then we can probably do a lot of more things, but the county still has theirs, right? So a lot of things are shut down. A lot of, so we still feel the burden of it. So my question, another question I have for you is, as a commercial real estate um, agent, the impact, I mean, I'm a residential real estate agent, so that's so different. And I've seen, you know, the fallout, things slowed down quite a bit. Now, actually, in the last couple of days, picked up dramatically. And I I think it's probably because people are starting to get antsy and, you know, want to get out of the house and look at houses or whatever. But can you give me an update on what that's looking like in commercial real estate? Has it gone silent? Are people still moving forward? What's going on? Yeah, so obviously things slow down a bit, but uh, there's still buyers out there mm-hmm. and sellers, right? Um, right. Uh, the leasing portion slowed down a lot, but kind of like what you just said, you know, I think over the last week and a half, I've noticed these inquiring again about properties um whether they're just fed up right you know being quarantined or they're finally seeing okay i think this thing is going to be uh ending soon right ending soon or the the country's going to open up business again slowly right uh and they're they're they want to get back into the business so you know before we started we were kind of talking about um working from home i think that's one of the things we'll see maybe people are going to be downsizing in space, right? Where you have 3,000 square feet, maybe you only have 1,000. Maybe true. better for employees to work from home. Is, right? So you might yeah. see a lot of shifting and moving and... Yeah, you know, so I mean, some businesses still always, you know, still need a brick and mortar. You know, there are still some things that I need at the office that I go to um, here and there. But I think it's just me because other people are there that I need to talk to. Sometimes it's just better talk person um, than like, Right. And so, right. Uh, but nevertheless, I, I think you'll see a change in um, office space being uh, repurposed, maybe, or. Well, and I think that I someone told me recently, they said uh, they expect maybe a lot of empty buildings, um, commercial buildings, because businesses having to shut down or not surviving this yeah. time. 
But at the same time, there's always people at the ready, ready to swoop in and take advantage of someone else's misfortune. So I don't see there being a lot of empty buildings for long. Yeah, no, absolutely. In fact, um, as people have been calling in, there, there, I have people looking at properties that are for sale, trying to get the coronavirus discounts, right? You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I've got. And that. quite frankly, there are there are sellers like that, right? Because it's affected their um, revenue streams. So you know, an apartment has tenants, right? Well, if tenants can't pay. You know, the owner's not getting that income, right? Well, then they can't pay the mortgage, right? And so, um, depending if their mortgage lender is working with them or not, right? It affects the investor. And so if somebody was looking to sell, they miss they may sell quicker at a, at a discounted price. Um, and there's always a buyer ready ready for that, right? Definitely. There's people that have been waiting for something like this to come along. Absolutely. Seriously, for like 10 years, right? They, they follow <laughs> cycle. There's always a cycle. And um, this one just happens to be virus. Well, I mean, I this has been so informative and so helpful. How can people, whether it's you know wanting to ask questions regarding your position in local government or yeah. if it's um, real estate related, how can people contact you and get more information? What's the best way? Uh, well, for city stuff, they can always email me at s.sanchez at aquintaca.gov. Okay. Perfect. Uh, in the commercial real estate, it's S. Sanchez at wilson-mead.com. Perfect. Uh, but, you know, I, I, either way, I'm here for, for, for anyone, right? Uh, right. But for the city point, I mean, I, I think we all get it. Uh, we we want to get back to the business of being humans and out in town and socializing. And playing pickleball. And playing pickleball. And letting, me, and letting me beat you on the pickleball court. You that's know. right. And letting me beat That's right. <laughs> Although I will say I became a, a really good online shopper the last month. Oh, wow. I uh, mean, so. I, was, I have to confess I was already really good at that. So. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure a place like Wayfair and Kicking Butt right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm good at in-person shopping. I'm good at online shopping. I'm just good at all the shopping. Yeah, I know. Thankful that we live in it. My dogs love it. Oh really? Yeah, because yeah, you're home all the time. Yeah, I know. So mine fine. too. My my dogs in heaven thinking that we're all all his people are in the house all the time. <laughs> it's yeah. great. You know, I will say one thing. Uh, obviously, it does suck to be quarantined or you know, be alone. But um, I have done a lot of reflecting and taking advantage of this time to um, self myself on different things. Right, and so I've been. Um, Doing online classes, doing online courses, watching videos and podcasts, you know, different aspects of, of uh, life that I've been wanting to hear. You know, like the stock market, we've really been uh, learning more about the stock market and, and taking us time to uh, learn about that and other things too, health and wellness. And there's there's positives that come out of negatives. Right? I but, definitely yeah. agree. I think that we've really been given a gift of time. Yeah. Uh, when up until this point, my schedule was just, I mean, crazy for, for years. And yeah. um, the first couple of weeks, it was like decompressing. And I didn't realize how tired I was and how on the go I was all the time. And just to be able to have time to have reflection and not right. just pass out at the end of the day <laughs> at the bed. Um, 
and listen to podcasts and read books and for us spend time with our family and um yeah it's just been an amazing i'm a glass half full kind of person anyway so i know not to diminish other people's struggles going with the virus because i know a lot of people are it's not been um an easy road during this time but but i've really been thankful for the good that's come out of such a bad situation so Absolutely. i'm the same hey, i concur i think i'm gonna come out of this smarter uh, because I'm, I'm taking time to learn more same and, um and healthier because i'm actually working out more doing more right. yoga meditating uh walking with my dogs more and um yeah so i mean there's i think we find the positive definitely Definitely. Well, thank you so much again for joining us today on the show. And I look forward to playing pickleball down the road. Anytime. Just uh, let me know if you some time. Awesome. So thank you again to Steve Sanchez for taking the time um, to be on the show. I really enjoyed that interview and I hope you did too. And thank you, Ryan, for co-hosting again. You will not let me... <laughs> do anything else but help you co-host uh, eventually your your name and picture will be on the graphic and then there'll be no going back <laughs> i have no comment <laughs> i'm completely out of witty responses at this point it's been a There's long a lot five of, weeks I'm, I'm kind of vomiting a little bit in the back of my mouth and i'm kind of crying and i'm just not quite sure how to respond he's in the fetal position just kidding <laughs> no we have a good time and do we, we do we really we do and listen both of us here's the thing not only are are you having fun because i said so but there we it is. have that's <laughs> the truth right there we the room that we record this in we we've even even made it nicer for you we've renovated it and painted it and part of one part of our quarantine project so we, we're making it cozy here for you and um you're never going to want to leave Oh, I, I am. I may. I'm not sure about that. Let's not, let's not just jump to conclusions. And... But thank you anyway. I, I love having a partner in crime here um, in real life uh, on the podcast, as well as life in general. But thanks again. And thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned to next time. See, See you then. Next time. Bye.